Welcome back to Displaced Underdogs. I am your host, Morgan, and this is episode three, story time. It is the last Wednesday of the month, and I apologize that this is a little late in coming, but this is a special story time because last week was the week of Thanksgiving and Black Friday, and this story time we will be hitting on Black Friday experiences that happen on the day of and what goes on the weekend after because it is an event that starts on Thanksgiving and does not end until at least Sunday at midnight that weekend. I have a special guest for you guys too. That's right. I've talked about him from the very beginning and you guys will finally have a voice to the name. Aaron will be joining me. (laughs) This will be fun. This will be interesting. Things are going to get real. So sit back, plug in, relax, and enjoy. All right, guys. Welcome back to episode three of Displaced Underdogs. Again, this is your host, Morgan, and we're talking story time. And I have here my wonderful, awesome fiance and guest, Aaron. Oh, hey, guys. What's up? Here's my first appearance on the show. I'm sure I'll be showing up more often than not. But I'm here so, uh, to uh, talk about some of my Black Friday stories as well on this story time and just add to the conversation. Yeah. So... Oh my gosh. So this year, luckily I was working overnights, third shift, at the company that I currently work for. So I at least got to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner with my lovely family, my dad, our three kids, and Aaron. And then I showed up after the event at the current company that I work for, after it had basically ended for at least what I want to call the early bird special because we're both old enough to remember when Black Friday was actually on Friday. Exactly. The worst part about her having to work that night was not that she was working on Black Friday, but the fact that she showed up for an overnight shift and the Black Friday sales were already done during what is considered a normal dinner time. And like I touched in last episode, like Thanksgiving and what it's kind of turned into, like it's just feels like it's getting pushed earlier and earlier and I know a lot of families that did their Thanksgiving dinner on the holiday like or on the weekend after the holiday we almost did our Thanksgiving on Sunday or Monday just to make sure that you didn't have to work yourself too hard to make sure you were there on Thursday night yeah yeah and I still ended up a pile of mental mush by the end of it I mean good times Fun times. Even after finding out when the sale time was, it was still far after the sales times when she showed up to work, and it was still dealing with Black Friday's aftermath. Oh, yeah. Like, this year at my place of employment, there was there was a medical emergency that had happened, not because it was something that was going to happen no matter what, regardless of if the person was at our store or not. It's just unfortunate that it happened at our store, but... I mean, a few of our neighbors work where I work, and so Aaron got regaled the tale from many different people um, about that. So, like, medical crews got called in, couldn't make it through the crowds. People were being nasty all for, what was it again? Um, I believe that other people were saying it was something as silly as slippers or the shoe department that this person was having a medical emergency. And they were telling employees to, and not only employees, but the EMTs and the paramedics who were trying to help this person in their time of need, telling them to get out of my way, I need to get these clothes, using all sorts of uh, inappropriate words. Yeah, Especially when someone is in a life or death situation. Yeah, so that that was one of the exciting kickoffs at my place of employment. Other than that, it was actually a fairly uneventful Black Friday. 
as far yeah, as that goes. Yeah, you got lucky with that. Yeah, yeah. The most you had was just a bunch of uh, rude people who couldn't understand when somebody actually needed help versus, you know, somebody getting stabbed or shot or trampled. Yeah, yeah. So, luckily, nothing too crazy like that happened. There was that medical emergency, and then also there was somebody that was drunk and belligerent out in the parking lot. Yeah, I did hear about that a couple days later. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead that was, with that. Oh, man. That one was great. So apparently this person, the only other eventful excitement that went down um, was somebody showed up drunk and belligerent in our parking lot and ripped this poor lady's car apart. Didn't know this lady from Adam at all. Just mistook the vehicle for some other person's vehicle that he knew. Essentially assume this person was somebody else because their vehicle matched the description of the person that this guy was out to get. Okay. Yeah. And so after ripping her car apart and beating her up with bits of car. Or the license plate. <laughs> yeah, the license plate. And slashing a, a tire um, he tried to come into the store, and the police officers that were there were just like, get the fuck out of here, or we will have to take other measures. <laughs> and the guy decided to get in our, oh yeah, what you gonna do? <laughs> well, we'll arrest you, and take your ass to jail. That's what we're gonna do. Turn your ass around, we'll call you an Uber, a Lyft, or a fucking taxi, don't get behind the wheel, trust me, we all we have to do is just make one call and your ass is getting thrown in the drunk tank. Just go home, man. Just go home. Um, and that happened at the beginning of the event when I was having dinner. So, you know. It this, was lucky you didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. yeah, no. I got to work, though, when everything was still crazy. There was still quite a, quite a crowd, but it was... The time that, like, all the conversion was happening. Conversion, for those of you that don't work retail, is essentially when all of the Black Friday features, when they start getting um, diminished, we start condensing them down and then putting them in their proper departments. So by conversion, what you're saying is that you have stuff set up for Black Friday, and then after the sales start, the sales are still going on, but since the time frame's done, you just start consolidating stuff in more reasonable areas so you can put the normal stuff back out on the floor that you had to put away? Yeah, exactly. Okay. The worst part about that, too... I don't even know these terms, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about that, too, though, was as we're doing the conversion people are asking and we've got maps of black friday and where everything's laid out so we have maps of layouts of where this stuff should be and when i come in there are people that are still black friday shopping because we still have a ton of stuff a ton of stuff and um yeah, like when we were converting down, when I got there, people are asking, oh, where's this? And I can't defer to the map, so it's like running blind, which is always fun. Well, it's like when I showed up there. So I showed up, again, the Black Friday sales happened on Thursday during Thanksgiving dinner hours early in the afternoon. Well, I didn't show up till Friday the next afternoon around 6 or 7. And I was looking for a few particular items that um, Morgan had told me where they were at. And they were no longer in those locations she had set. And so they had consolidated them into different areas, but they were still on sale, and that just made it a little more difficult to shop, which I think is also a big problem with this early Black Friday is because the sales don't necessarily end when the Black Friday times say they do. They just decide to move all the product into places where they no longer were when they first were on sale. And they're not even in the department. No, that's another thing. Yeah, I found toys up at the at the uh, customer service desk. I found food over in the electronics area. It was essentially bedlam. <laughs> Just shopping bedlam and madness. It, it, it was great. Chaos would be a much better way to shop through that store than what I had occurred to and witnessed. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is, is because I work overnights, I work from 10 o'clock at night to 7 o'clock in the morning. So on Black Friday, on the actual Friday, it's super great when people come in and they're trying to look for these, these deals and like high ticket items like PlayStations. 
that are already sold out that had been sold out like the first 45 minutes into the sale like <laughs> these people are so angry it the says black friday oh no it wasn't yeah no it was worse than yeah the way they move stuff around didn't make a whole lot of sense after the black friday sales yeah. like i said i found a uh we were looking for a particular toy for uh, our son and it should have been placed in the toys after the Black Friday sales because, again, it's a toy. However, I found this particular item up at the checkout lanes in the front of the store, about as far away from the toys as you could get. <laughs> so, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of organization, and that seems to lead to a big problem with Black Friday these days of stores just trying to make money regardless of what they're selling or where they place it. <laughs> yeah. Your banana and fresh produce aisle all of a sudden becomes an aisle to hold TVs. Your slipper aisle is now holding PlayStations. And it just causes, I think, more chaos. Whereas if you were to put things in the proper locations where people expect to find them, yeah, it'd still be Black Friday. But at least the congregations of people and chaoticness are where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, what made sense about our Black Friday, though, was, like, at least the phones and... and primarily a lot of the cameras and stuff were back in the actual photo lab and electronics area but oh man and then you had the few people that completely forgot because it's not friday it's early bird thursday um they completely forgot that it was black friday and they're coming in to do their regular shopping and then getting upset all these registers are open, but the lines aren't moving. Why? <laughs> right, there was a uh, uh, person that I saw that was messaging about uh, just such an instance where they uh, were talking about their Black Friday shopping experience. And they had saw that somebody who wanted a PS4 desperately was elbowing some woman to get that PS4 out of her hands and then... There was a dude in line with 16 blenders in his cart and four in his hands, and then some poor chap with just a jar of pickles in his hand, wondering why all this crap was going on. Well, the Walmart employees sought pity on him and let Jar of Pickles Man go to the front of the line since that's all he had, and he realized he had no idea it was Black Friday. It was a complete mistake on his part. He just needed pickles and had no idea it was Black Friday sales time because it was early Thursday evening. And the poor dude who just needed pickles had to deal with almost getting trampled, almost dealing with getting bullied. I mean, he had walked down the wrong aisle and some dude thought he was trying to get some item he wanted because, again, they put televisions in the paper towel aisle or some yeah. garbage like that. With lines, cue lines. Right, and so he just grabbed a jar of pickles. Some dude assaulted him. He got in line, got his pickles. No idea it was Black Friday by the time he got out. When he, when he was checking out is when the, the, the cashier finally told him, oh, just a jar of pickles? And he was like, yeah, why is that such a, what the hell is going on? And then, oh, it's Black Friday. <laughs> and he <laughs> felt so lucky that he was able to get his jar of pickles, get checked out and out of there without serious injury to his body because this holiday is, well, holiday in air quotes, is crazy. Some of my blue hair on your hand. <laughs> but... Oh yeah, so good times. That that didn't happen at our at my place of employment, but oh uh, yeah, and like I said, this this the actual day of the event, just absolute crazy. So I've worked retail a few different points in my life, and my first job was retail before I got into the medical field, and. Now I find myself back in retail. So I remember my first Black Friday ever working. And uh, this was back before the time of cash recyclers where you could get a loan if you ran out of money, like cash money. And so the process back in the day, back in 2005, 2006, was you had to have big bills as to get lower bills the that same amount so a hundred dollars if you were running out of 20s you had to have a 100 dollars bill in your till in order to break that down into 100s and 20s or fives or ones so 
and and I remember three registers about 30 minutes into the event, which was actually on Friday back then, too. <laughs> three registers going to cards only and everybody else getting redirected. <laughs> now, anybody that's used a self-checkout whenever they go to cards only mode and everything, all the other ones are being used by people with cards and you're that one poor sap that's got cash and you go to the self-checks because you think, oh man, this is going to be faster. And then you realize that the machine that you just walked up to and you're halfway through says cards only. You're just like, God damn it. Imagine that frustration and amplify it like a hundredfold. And that was my first experience. That was like the first time I've ever been cussed out. And at the time, I was uh, one of the training cashiers working my way to be in charge of the entire front end. And uh, so what I did is I suspended a few transactions and helped my fellow cashier out because management was busy arguing prices with people. And we had limits. My former employer at that point in time had limits. So you couldn't buy like those 14 blenders. No, you could only buy like two. And so arguing with people, no, ma'am, you can't, no, you have to get one. You can't buy 35 TVs. You can only get three. You can't buy 15 Baby Alive dolls. You can only get two. (laughs) Man, there's no need for you to have 15 Pikachu toys, all right? Yeah. So since they were busy, I was like, all right, I know what to do in this situation. Let's just cancel this out it'll not abort it but cancel it and give that no no everything that i just rang up will go through don't worry because everybody seemed to be coming through my line with cash and then like every single time i had a cash transaction there would be somebody right behind them that wanted cash back so i was at least filling my register with like the hundreds and the 50s and the big bills where this poor gal was in a line that everybody was using their card and everybody wanted cash back everybody and so she ran out of cash real fast i mean she was down to giving people change she was going all i've got is change and they're just like it'll work do it so oh yeah it's a legal tender yep <laughs> and so yeah, that was that was fun. That was great. Again, first time I'd ever been cussed out ever. And I'm just sitting there going, uh, I was 18 years old at the time. And I was just going, are, are you guys for real? Like, this is, this is allowed? God, what? I mean, I went Black Friday shopping my freshman year of high school with my grandmother in Wisconsin. But and then I was like, never again. And then I found myself working retail. And well, working retail is a lot different than shopping Black Friday. I mean, I've never gone Black Friday shopping for much of the same reason. Oh, no, I don't like Black Friday No, shopping. I see no reason to go out and risk, you know, uh, life, limb, or eyesight to get a Tickle Me Elmo at 25% off or some God, garbage like cabbage that. Cabbage patch fiasco of the 1980s. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. No, and guys... Some people are so die hard about Black Friday shopping, like super die hard, that there was this group of women in my current place of employment at the and they literally had t shirts. Oh babe, I didn't tell you this. They literally had t shirts made that said Black Friday shopping squad. So they could all keep track of each other. Like they literally know had where they're going and what they're looking for type thing. Those die hard Black Fridayists. Oh yeah. The teenage daughter, like, two teenage girls were wearing the same damn shirt. And I'm like, you guys are on point. Well, <laughs> yeah, you use the, the little kids to run faster than the older adults to grab the, the stuff people. you want. Yeah, and I can't believe the people that bring kids out to this. Like, oh, my gosh. There were Babies. A few times, there were a few times when I was a uh, teenager that my mom would go out shopping and my sister would go with her. <laughs> and my sister's only a year younger than I am. And I was like, what are you doing, Mom? She'll throw elbows. No one will hit her. This is dangerous for you, let alone her. And then she's not one to take crap. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. She wants to get that PlayStation 2. She's going to get that PlayStation 2. Yeah, no (laughs) one's going to... No one... You would hope that nobody would hit a fucking kid, but, you know, shit happens. Right, but this is Black Friday we're talking about. Which unfortunately means no rules apply. Yeah, I punched an old lady. I felt bad, but 
I was 10. I felt bad, but I got my TV for $100 off. But I made Grandma proud by getting that microwave. Oh, man. No, I'm serious. God. No, no, it's terrible. Oh, it's, if anything, if you don't go for Black Friday shopping, the, the very least I can say is go towards the end of the event just to people watch because it's it's still crazy. The best place to go is a mall if you're going to people watch. Oh, yeah. You, you can, can just... see somebody with a pile of clothes or bags <laughs> sitting there eating their Sparrow's pizza or their uh, Panda Express orange chicken just looking completely disheartened in their selves. Oh, God. But damned if they didn't get every bag and toy and item they wanted the for $3,000 or $4,000 more than they expected. Yeah, the husbands in shopping hell that are just basically pack mules. <laughs> now, they're the ones who are too hungover to go out on Black Friday shopping. <laughs> <laughs> True. Turkey coma, watching right, football. Turkey coma, yeah, the football. My dad never went Black Friday shopping. It was always my mom. Because my dad was too busy, you know, enjoying the holiday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, like so like I said, and like Aaron will admit, because we've not only worked retail, but we've also worked um, a few call center type jobs. Again, no company names. Because don't need that backlash. But, um, and some commission-based jobs where... Mm-hmm. It's not just on early bird Thursday, Thanksgiving, but also Black Friday. But after Black Friday, oh, my God, the returns and everything. The whole weekend is just recover. Well, whether it's the whole weekend or not, most stores, and including, uh, like Morgan was saying, with the call centers that we've both worked at, the return issue is the big problem. People are too obsessed with the sales to understand how, what they're, like, let's say it's a cell phone deal or something, the contract they're signing, they get a new phone for $200 off, not knowing it's going to raise their bill by $40 a month. Mm. Then, unfortunately, they don't get that bill until, you know, middle January, after they've already spent this money at the end of November, beginning of December, and... Now they're stuck with it because they're past the return period. And the same thing happens at stores. You know, you buy toys and clothes for people. Realize that maybe your relative had bought the same toy for your niece or nephew that you bought. You go to return it and you're past your return window. So that's, again, one of the biggest issues I find with Black Friday is everybody's so obsessed with finding the exact same deal that... Nobody cares to think about the aftermath of it for the next month and a half of trying to return stuff or trying to get something that was a duplicate item returned because nobody has receipts. Nobody actually listened to what they were signing up for. I mean, even, um, uh, what do you, layaway is one of those things where people will use Black Friday to sign up for layaway and then when it's not all paid off, they wonder why they can't get the items before Christmas. Oh, yeah, and what I love, too, um, about what you were saying about, like, before returns and everything. Yeah. Shoot. Jump back to it, it's fine. I lost it. About the call center jobs? Mm-mm. Like, returning stuff. Oh, deals. Getting the best deals. No, That's okay. it. Yeah, okay. getting the best deals. Dude, I can tell you, after working retail this last go-around for two years now, like, some of the best deals aren't even on Black Friday. Exactly. Our TV. You want to go into that one? Yeah, I could talk about the TV we received. Tax return. Well, I was going to say, the the best part about our TV is, again, whether you want to shop on Black Friday or not, you'll find Black Friday deals almost every week of the year, depending on how much you want to look into it. For example, we got a new TV. We were not in the market for a TV. It was a very, very expensive TV that we got, but it was after Black Friday. The TV was on sale. We got it for more than half off. And even during the Black Friday sales for the exact same model TV, we still saved $300 more than the TV was on sale for during Black Friday. And we just had to wait three months. Black Friday deals are just something that companies kind of arbitrarily throw out there to try to increase sales before the in 
before right before the end of the fiscal year so they can try to make a profit. But these stores run so many good deals throughout the year, but everybody believes Black Friday the best deals that nobody's actually looking at the actual sales that are going on throughout the year that aren't Black Friday. Is that like uh, Morgan was saying, our TV should have been $1,200. We got it for $450. It wasn't Black Friday. It wasn't a holiday. This was the middle of February. and It's just price shopping, looking around and waiting for the right deal to come along to get what we were looking for. We didn't have to wait for Black Friday to wait for the store to tell us what a good deal was. We were able to find our own good deal because the store had to move product. Yep. And around tax return, guys, I'm telling you, like, a lot of the stuff that didn't sell last year, last year's model, it, it always, mm -hmm. they try to move it out because, especially with how quickly technology, like, we both worked for a call center for phones and stuff, and with how quickly phones are updating, and how quickly, like, TVs are now updating, just... We try to get rid of last year's model and that stores know that at mm -hmm. the beginning of the fiscal year, people are going to have a lot of an right. influx of cash. Yeah, extra spending money. Yep. Essentially, the store's new Black Friday has not become Black Friday, but it's become after tax return time. Yep. Because during Black Friday in the holiday season, they order too much inventory, which allows them to purchase more of their current models. We need to sell them later off in the year for a cheaper price than even Black Friday deals. Which is why we got our current TV for as cheap as we did when it should have been far more expensive, even if we had bought it on Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Definitely would have been way more expensive. Well, one of those things where just because something's on sale doesn't make it necessarily a good price. Oh. There so. is nothing that has been sold on Black Friday that is worth being trampled over. No, nothing. Even the Tickle Me Elmo craze of the early 90s or the Cabbage Patch Doll craze of the 80s, there was zero reason to risk life, limb, or eyesight over a sale, especially considering that after the holiday season, these stores bought way too much inventory and then had to try to sell it at a discounted rate a couple of weeks later. Yep. So, on that note, we're going to take a brief moment to get some libations, liquid libations, to wet our whistles, and we will be right back. Alright guys, we're back. Welcome back. <laughs> In this part, this, this last little segment that we're going to do, we're going to just wrap up with wrapping up Black Friday and the repercussions and the recovery period. Ugh. Black Friday, unfortunately, does not just encompass Black Friday. It also encompasses the days or weeks afterwards when people try to return products that they were gifted or that they purchased and realized they didn't need, whether they're within or without the return period. And with or without receipts. But, um, and what Aaron means by, like, stuff that's returned um, weeks after. I mean, that primarily is going to touch in the call center and and phones and tablets, that those type of electronics. Um, where retail itself, recovery lasts, again, this year. I, I can tell you that I was, again, mental mush. I mean, yesterday was my first day off, and it was a Tuesday, and I I slept like more than twelve hours. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I Well and that's again the difference I think with retail versus something like you mentioned earlier, the call center. Yeah. Retail it's very, very immediate. Something like the call center. Oh god. Unfortunately, by the time people realize they need to return something, it's past whatever return window they were promised when they bought this new item because they haven't gotten the bill that soon. Oh, yeah, and the worst part, too, about the call center and with cell phones in general, um, mm -hmm. third-party retailers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Best Buy. I bought it. How many times did we get calls where it's like, I bought this phone at Best Buy for this price, and you're telling me that I can't. I know that I'm within 14 days of the return policy, 
and I can't return this phone and get, because they cracked the screen or something, and I can't get mm -hmm. the same phone for this price. Right. Unfortunately, we can't because this is the price that we're allowed to do this for. This is the regular cost of the phone. And then they would go back to Best Buy, and then they would have to try and find that same poor retail worker that sold them the phone in the first place. And, oh, my gosh, it was just a whole bunch of Well, I think, I think that was the worst part about Stuff at the call center, like you're talking about somebody broke their phone very shortly after buying it. They it didn't, didn't break matter. it, the 14-year-old kid or their 10-year-old. Well, right, yeah. whoever they bought it for ended up breaking it, but that's what I mean about the return period. I mean, the return period for cell phones is so strict. It has to be within a certain time frame, which is more than or less than two weeks. Not more than, but less than two weeks in most cases. Plus, the phone has to be in perfect condition. Well, most of these people were either buying phones for their very young children or they were closer to adult age children who knew the information to purchase a new cell phone on their parents' plan. And the parents didn't know about it until the next bill came, which was far beyond the return period. Oh, yeah, because that $40 a month payment exactly. for the next two years. Yeah, they... Why do I have any extra dollars on my bill? Right. The only thing they cared about was the upfront cost. I got this new phone. I don't have to it worry about it. Deal. It was completely it was only $200. free. I had to pay anything up front. If I had to pay two hundred dollars. Fine. If I had to pay anything up front, okay. I don't pay the monthly bill. At that time, it was the iPhone six. Uh, yeah, the six and the six plus. Yep. Yep. I don't get it. It only said two hundred ninety-nine dollars. The phone itself is eleven hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the two ninety nine is the price you'd pay up front. But again, this is what people don't understand because we had the unfortunate circumstance of working for the call center when they stopped selling phones to people for cheap rates and started, you know, payment plans for phones over two years. Oh yeah, that transition. Right, Gosh. that was the worst because nobody understood what it meant. Have the we had a we had a woman who had a phone that she still owed six hundred dollars on, that she traded to Best Buy for two hundred dollars, and then couldn't understand why the new phone she had, which she had signed up on a payment plan for for twenty four months at twenty five dollars a month, was still paying for her old phone at fifteen dollars per month. Because she had sold it back to Best Buy for two hundred dollars when she still owed five yeah five six hundred dollars on the phone because she bought her original phone from from the company we worked for as opposed to buying it from Best Buy and so Best Buy screwed her over essentially said no just give us your phone we'll give you a bit of a break on it we'll give you a new phone for the current pricing and all that jazz. And so, so now, it's, instead of spending $25 a month, she's spending $40 a month. She's got a phone, and she's screwed out. Go ahead. It just, it's just one of those, though, where sometimes... And sometimes the, the people that work at these third-party sellers don't, don't understand the contracts themselves because they're third-party sellers. I mean, mm -hmm. you worked at a company where you were a third-party seller oh, inside yeah. of a store. So, hold, yeah. please. Okay, so, but what you were saying with, like, third-party sellers, you used to work as a third-party seller within a different store. Yeah, I would work as a, I, I worked for a third-party cell phone retailer within a different organization that sold numerous other items, but my specific job duty was to sell phones. And I did not work for a specific cell phone company, but I sold phones for five or six different cell phone companies. Contract, non-contract, prepaid versus non-prepaid, that type of deal. And we would run into an issue where somebody would try to give us a phone on a buyback offer that they still owed money on or still had a contract agreement on. And they couldn't understand when I would explain to them that if you give me this phone, I can give you a new one but you will still have to pay for your old phone plus the new one. And it became very, very apparent after working from a sales point of view where I could tell somebody this before they bought the phone, 
versus working in the call center environment after they had bought the phone, got their bill, and were past the return period, that it became very, very apparent that the only thing people care about in store is making sales. They don't care about the customer. And that's one thing you have to look out for for yourself. Look out for yourself as a customer to make sure that you don't look at a shiny, glimmery object for a slightly discounted rate and think it's a good deal. Because not everything during Black Friday is a good deal. As we said before, don't be don't be Tomateo from Moana where yes. it's all shiny. Right. Just because you're shiny does not mean that you are extravagant. Or just because the object is shiny does not mean that it's right. not going to come back it. and bite you when fucking... Maui comes to get his hook back. Exactly. Yeah, Maui coming to get his hook back is when your bill shows up and you realize, oh You're crap, paying I'm paying $80 a month more than I thought I was going to because the salesman lied to me because he's a salesman is working on commission. Or not even that the salesman lied to you, just that... Like, you didn't read the fine print. Right, you didn't understand exactly still, what they were saying, but you said you did. And you're still paying for a phone that you no longer have. Oh, those mm -hmm. are my favorite calls. I no longer have this phone. What do you mean I still owe on it? Again, it was an $1,100 <coughs> phone, and you had a payment plan over a certain... It's like a car loan, ma'am. Exa it, exactly. It's the same as a car loan. Just because you can drive the car doesn't mean you own it until you pay the bill off. But nobody seems to relate balance. the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we just recently paid off our car. Now we own it. Yeah. And now we can trade it in or sell it for a better car. Right, for whatever the value of yeah. it is. Where if we had traded in we owed money on it, we would trade it in. We would get the value. And if the value was less than what we owed, we would still have to pay the remaining balance until it was covered. And people understand this with cars and houses and, you know, boat mortgages or whatever, but nobody understands it with something as simple as a cell phone or as simple as something like a contract agreement with Comcast or AT&T for internet service. Yeah. So it's just, it's just one of those where I guess having work call center and retail and commission-based jobs just... Be informed and spend that extra time. Read the fine print. Please, for the love of all that is good and holy, read the fine print. Because nobody calls into a call center happy at all. No, no, absolutely not. No. When and, you... the, and the poor person that takes the call, I mean, they know that they're going to get verbally berated. They know this. But it, it comes with the job territory. At the same time, though, it gets much, much harder to deal with the verbal beratement and stuff when... You could have been an informed consumer, which is, I guess, the big takeaway of this whole segment. If you're going to take part in Black Friday deals, if you're going to try to find deals and, and shop around and things and think that this is the best thing you can get, just be an informed consumer. It's not the person you call's fault that you bought a new device or you bought something you can't afford. They're trying to do everything they can to make sure you can still afford it because... It's their job on the line. It's their paycheck on the line. It's how right? they support their families. Exactly. They, and they, the, the, the salesman and the customer service agent will do everything for you, but at the, at the end of the day, you, you have to know what you're signing up for, which I think and, is the big takeaway from this segment. Yeah, and there's only so much people can do to help you out because if not, then businesses and companies would be hemorrhaging money. Exactly. And then they would cease to exist. I mean... Toys R Us and right. like they some Kmart, yeah. yeah, yeah, Kmart, Toys R Us. They couldn't adapt to the times. The Kmart yeah. went the route of let's discount everything, and that still didn't help them because most consumers knew that the stuff from Kmart wasn't great quality. Yeah, well, and well, and it's not even that it wasn't great quality. There was some stuff in Kmart that was decent quality and of good quality. It's just when you start to undercut and discount your price. Then, then we as the consumers tend to see it as, oh, it's not as valuable. Right. And then we see it as not great quality. I mean, that's exactly, yeah. That's one of the things with a lot of the stuff that's discounted. I mean, you go on Amazon and you see something at a far 
lower price or even like Etsy where it's all handmade crafted shit and the moment that you try and find that decent price one it just undercuts the value when you try to undercut your competition so much so that like I'm a crafter and I knit and I quilt and I do all that but I would never actually try to sell my stuff because it's really hard to figure out pricing mm. but one of the main problems is is that you want to have it reasonably priced and this is what retailers on a grand scale run into but just to break it down as simple as Etsy and handmade crafts it only costs me about five dollars for a skein of yarn that's enough to make a a scarf and if I go on Etsy if I put in the hours and the materials and just the price of the product itself like and you go on Etsy to try and uh figure out what everybody else is selling their shit for you'll see scarves that are beautiful and gorgeously made and they're priced at at a reasonable price i think like 25 to 40 dollars and then you'll see something that is gorgeously made and priced at five dollars because there's something that's crappily made at ten dollars and selling like hotcakes because that $10 price point, it's enough of a deal to where you feel like you're getting value and your money is worth. But it is cheap enough to where it's worth buying. Mm -hmm. And so, like, with Kmart and everything, when they started doing all their, all their deals and all their sales and just... Right. Discounting stuff. themselves essentially. Yeah, you you undercut yourself. Know your value and mm -hmm. and know the value of things and realize that. Right, like there was this one time when I was working for a cell phone company, uh, one store that operated within my district had sold a person these phones, um, and they were they were very rare phones at the time, but they were told once they purchased these phones. As long as they went to a different store that worked within the same company that sold them the devices, they could trade it for any other phone. Well, this was, again, around Black Friday time. They got a very, very good deal on the phones that they had purchased. And then within their return period, they had decided to come to my store, which was about 100 miles away from the store they originally bought their first phones from, and decided that they wanted to trade them in were they for traveling? the no, they had lived in the area that I was working in, but they had bought the phones when they were visiting relatives. Yeah, that's in a what different I mean. Were area. they traveling? Yeah, they were traveling yeah. when they bought the phones. Oh God! And then when they were the traveling worst. and bought the phones, they bought them at a store that had much more inventory than my store did. But the store they bought them from said, "Well, the the phones you're buying are middle of the line." Now, the top-of-the-line phone will cost you $200 more per phone, but they're much better. We have them in stock, or any store we go to has them in stock. So then, like, like, like oh. Morgan had said, they were traveling. They came back to their home, decided they didn't want these middle-of-the-line phones and one of the top-of-the-line phones. Well, the place they had traveled to was a much, much higher like volume. volume store so they had much more inventory than we did and so when they showed up at my store wanted to exchange these phones they were well within a return period but we didn't have the inventory <laughs> I could exchange one of them and mind you by exchanging one of these phones I was taking a huge hit in my own personal commission because it didn't matter where you bought the phone from it mattered who actually had the their sale. name. No, it mattered who had their name on the transaction on the return and resale. Oh. So that's what I mean. They bought the mid-range phones from the store they traveled to. They came home and bought the high-end phones from me. And so I had to do the returns. I had to do the exchanges. They were within their return period. And it wasn't the customer's fault at all. Uh -uh. But because the original salesperson never actually sold them on the benefits of the more expensive phone... I had to spend the next day and a half 
calling every single store in my district. To find the other one? Exactly. I had oh. one phone I could exchange for this person. They needed two of them. We had one in inventory because we were a very small store compared to where they originally bought from. And I could not find another phone for them to exchange. So the unfortunate part of it is the original store kind of screwed them over because they had enough inventory to sell them the top of the end phones but convinced them to buy the cheaper ones. Then once they, they spent three or four days... They commission by doing so. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. Yeah, All because right. selling two phones at medium cost is better than, spell, better than selling one phone at high cost. I, yeah. See, I've never worked a commission-based job, so... Yeah, it gets real confusing <laughs> a lot of the times, but... <laughs> Essentially what happened was they got screwed. They had I was able to find one phone for them to exchange to that they wanted. I could not find another one in my district that was not within a hundred miles and they would not travel. And I could not get the phone to my store because the store manager who originally sold in the phones realized it would hurt his commission. And so he wouldn't drive me down the other phone they wanted. And it turned into a huge fiasco, which is another reason to buy local. But still, it's just it's one of those things where they bought these phones on Black Friday, were promised everything in the world, and then when they couldn't get everything in the world, the the lowly retail associate like I was at the time has to try to find a solution for them. And the only solution they want is the new expensive phone, and I can't provide that. So I got to get real tricky. Can I offer you free Google Play devices? Can I offer you iMusic or whatever? <laughs> what about this charger? What about that case? Exactly. <laughs> what? What? I can't get you the phone, but I can get you accessories and the cost of the difference type deal. And they weren't happy at all. And that's because... Again, somebody lied to them, told them they can get whatever they wanted wherever they went, and never researched if they actually could based off where they lived. Now, I was still able to make that customer happy, but yeah, well, it's like, it's just, it's one of those things where people get too blinded by the sale to actually realize if it's a good deal for them or not. And then the worst part, too, about that is, like, the company that I work for, our Black Friday um, ads and whatnot say they have like all these items and not every store gets the same items. Mm. Yeah, that's and, another thing. Yeah, yeah, that that ties into what I was saying about us not having the inventory. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. Like there, there, there were some people that showed up last year and this year that were going. Uh, so where are these Hot Wheels or where is this item and this item? Do you guys have this TV or that tablet or this computer or right? And we're going, ah, oh, dang! In our heads, all we're saying is, "Fuck!" Of course you want that. Right? Uh, we don't have that. Of course you want it. You know, it's a high dollar and, item, but our distribution centers decided not to send us any more of it. Or, like, there was only limited, um, there was limited stock at the D.C. distribution center. Right. And, like, unfortunately, we round-robin this shit, and so, and depending on the demographic and the sales and stuff and all that, like, that's what really, that's all above associate level, and so it really sucks as mm -hmm. the associate when you go... Of course you fucking want this item. All we think in our heads is, God, we don't have this. Right, like, I want this item too. Yeah, However, exactly. <laughs> we got two <laughs> as a grand total for this entire sales weekend. Or so. we got zero. We, it's not at our store. You're going to have to drive all the way to right, you this other town. Right, you got to drive 20 miles to pick it up. Yeah, you've, you've got to go 20 right, miles to this other store. How badly do you want this? And by the time you get there, they may not have it, because clearly it's a hot ticket item. Oh, you were just at that store, and they ran out. That's great. And they told you to come here? Oh. <laughs> that was their mistake, and your oh. fault for listening. You should have probably asked if they could call ahead, and it's as supplies last, so at least try and figure out and and hold 
hold these companies responsible too. Like hold them at least accountable. Can you at least help us out? Because, I mean, really, it doesn't take that long to make a phone call. It doesn't take that long to make a phone call. I know it's an inconvenience, but... Well, it's a little of an inconvenience, but, I mean, let's look at a little thing called Cyber Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you. I believe Cyber Monday is going to take over Black Friday in a heartbeat for exactly the reason we just said. Yeah. You got four items in store, which means four people get to get them. If you have a Cyber Monday deal and 7,000 people order it, well, they can still get that same price. And because it's Cyber Monday, it's still a month and a half from Christmas. There's plenty of time for you to fulfill those orders, whether they get them immediately or not. Yep. So. Yeah. No, I mean, the company that I work for does online stuff, too. Um, Because, again, Amazon is creating a lot of competition for a yeah. lot of stores. I mean... Any store. They're, they are the most yeah. competition for any physical retail store yeah, the, the ever box, in existence, honestly. The brick-and-mortar store is... It's still viable because people still want human interaction and still want um, to get their items same day. There are still things that people are going to want and need immediately. Which brick and mortars will never die, but you'll see less and less, and they'll yeah, exactly. kind of become like warehouses, yep, essentially. I, I've noticed that, even trying to buy diapers at Walmart. Diapers or, are getting harder and harder to find yeah, in the right size. At, like, it's even ridiculous. Even Safeway, Kroger, yeah, like all of Like them. all the major retailers, it's harder and harder to find stuff now, in store like and quantity. Costco and Sam's Club. Because yeah, it's basically are different because they're but it's essentially like a yeah exactly yeah they're they're essentially a distribution center for uh, people. <laughs> Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> are you okay there? Yep, just burnt my finger a little bit. <laughs> but, and I think you'll see more and more stores become more and more brick and mortar stores become like that. Um, Sam's Club and. Um, Costco mm-hmm. and and stores of like that, Winco even, back home in Washington, it was basically like a warehouse for right. groceries. Again, the bigger you can buy, the less cost it's going to take, which is the reason why brick and mortar stores stay in business. You can always buy in bulk. But yeah, but Cyber Monday, man. I mean, one, you don't really have to go out fight off. People. You don't have to worry thing. about an eight-year-old throat punching you for socks. Yeah, right. Aloe-infused socks that you'll only wear like three times before the aloe right. goes you away. Right, you just add them into your online shopping cart, and two days later they show up. <laughs> uh, maybe a week later, but you'll still get it before Christmas. No worries on that. Right, like, without having to worry about bodily injury within buying the item you want. Yeah, that I mean... And then again, going back to our TV, I mean, it was a Samsung, and I know at my store this year, we had 65-inch TLC Roku TVs Mm -hmm. that essentially were just like $40 cheaper than our TV in February, and it's a not... the quality's just not the same. No, to hit on what she's saying is, <laughs> if you shop for Black Friday deals, yes, if you buy a giant TV, you will get a good deal on a TV. However, it will be an off-brand TV, and it will not be a very good TV for very long. Versus what she's saying was how lucky we got with the TV we bought. It is a Samsung TV. It is over 60 inches, and it cost just as much if not $50, at least cheaper than the off-brand TVs they were selling this year on Black Friday. Yeah. And on Cyber- and all we had to do was wait until February, until after Black Friday, until they and decided Christmas. they had to sell these TVs they had in stock. Yeah. And it's like, and Cyber Monday, too. I mean, like, really, you can find just the same amazing deals that are better than Black Friday. Right, without having to deal with the crowds and (laughs) people. And again, like I said, getting trampled for a Tickle Me Elmo or stomped for a a Cabbage Patch doll or or getting elbowed in the face and breaking your nose over a Hatchimal this year or whatever it was last year. Yeah. Then, like, 
And like the PlayStations and the Xboxes, I swear. I saw the same people come in this year for a PlayStation 4 when they came in last year and got the same PlayStation. Yeah. Like, That's another thing. What? Like, <laughs> why spend $400 every year for the exact same thing you got? Well, and is it really that great if you're having to rebuy it, like repurchase it? Not. Yeah, like. Your son already has one. Mm hmm. Because you were talking to me last year about. Oh, my son really wanted a PlayStation 4. And then I see you again the following year. Hey, how's that PlayStation 4 working out for you? I need the new one. Well, there's no difference between the PlayStation 4s. Except for except 500 ones. megabyte versus one terabyte. Yeah, one's got a little more storage and one's slimmer than the other type deal. Like, it's not worth the extra $400. What happened to the last one? That's, I don't know. It's, yeah, that's just it's it's just uh, like buying a new phone every year. You got the iPhone seven, you buy the iPhone X. Well, what's the the big upgrade between the seven and the X? Minimal resolution, minimal storage space, minimal processor speed. It's the same thing every single year. Same with Galaxies. Same with Samsung. Same with LGs, Motorola's. There is no need to buy a phone every single year. Just like there is no need to. Oh, God. Spend life limit eyesight trying to get Black Friday deals. Do you remember when the call center, after Christmas and the iPhone 6 had launched and everybody was buying it, and then mm -hmm. iPhone updated their operating system, and it made all the iPhone 4s, and some oh, of the iPhone yeah, 5s yeah, yeah, crash, yeah. and it forced everyone into yeah yeah because at that point so apple does a thing where yeah after like three or four years they stop updating the older devices and so all these people who have these older devices that are working just fine they get a notification for a system update they go to update their system like and normal. then it updates their system because yeah why not right i got a system update this will make my phone work better and some of my apps quit working that right. I use on the regular because, well, apparently... Oh, it needs a new update. Yeah, I'm not yeah. work. I'm not running the current operating system. Well, then you go to download it, and your phone comes up with 15 error messages. The first 15 are saying that you don't have enough storage space. The, the next 15 messages you get are saying that even though you have the storage space after deleting whatever pictures or apps you did, that these apps are no longer compatible with your phone. This phone is no longer compatible with this app. Your operating system doesn't work with this device. Phone started crashing. <laughs> My mom had an iPhone 4 that she had just upgraded mm -hmm. to from the second gen iPhone. Or was it her Nokia brick? I don't know. Either was... way, but I guarantee she updated the iPhone 4 after it was no longer supported by current software oh, updates. iPhone 6. Yeah, she did. She her iPhone 4, she only had it for six months and then she did the update and it was right around that time and it crashed. Yeah. And so luckily, um she's she had an upgrade available on another line. And so she upgraded. Yeah, it's, it I mean, luckily sucked. she had that, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like but Apple for the people even, that didn't. Well, and that's what I mean by like again with the Black Friday thing. Apple always comes out with a new phone around Black Friday time because they realize that at some point they have to stop supporting older devices, and they're expecting all these people with older devices to and update their always... operating system. It breaks, and they need the new phone because they have an upgrade available, and then they don't realize what they're signing up for. They pay nothing in store. They get their first bill. They've got an extra thirty-five to or twenty-five to forty dollars per month in their bill, depending on the phone they got. And that's what leads us into the aftermath of Black Friday, which is all of the customer service representatives that have to deal with all of the crap that people bought, not realizing what they were actually signing up for. The worst part is, is half the time. By the time you get those phone calls, you're past the return date. Exactly. They know what they're signing up for. They get that first bill in the mail. There's an extra, you know, $30 per phone they upgrade on their account, which they didn't expect because they paid nothing in store. And now their bill's $160 more per month than they were expecting. They can't return anything. And now... Dude, I almost fell victim How do you that. convince somebody that they're okay after this point that they weren't expecting to spend an extra essentially, you know, three bills of payments on yeah. per month. Yeah. So 
essentially the takeaway from all this like we said before was just be an informed consumer and don't be afraid to take advantage of cyber monday man no yeah like that's really that's one of the advantages of cyber monday you get to read all the deals before you purchase them as opposed to black friday where it's like well i hope this is as good of a deal as they say it is and then you have to like Face the elements, face the people, face the crowds. Then again, we're kind of hermits anyway, so true, I mean... True, I never, I've never gone Black Friday shopping on my own. I will say that. My first and last time Black Friday shopping was with my grandmother my freshman year, and then I've only worked it like exactly. three yeah. years. I would say working Black Friday one time it's will enough. convince you that going Black Friday shopping is not worth it. <laughs> Especially nowadays, like when they start Black Friday so early, they have to run the sales for the next two or three days. And then you've got to worry about if you're going to end up on BlackFridayDeathCount.com. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I... Right, right. why risk Black Friday if you're going to get trampled, stabbed, shot, run over? It's not worth it. I mean, and you also have to figure that by the time some of these things start, people are already a little drunk and disorderly. They're already high strung from the stress and of family and holidays. And yeah, I say whether they're drunk or disorderly or not. Yeah, most of these people are coming off of a uh, Thanksgiving dinner fueled with at least wine, turkey, and a whole bunch of sleep deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> and family feuds and pent up aggressions because you know you got to keep it calm so that way you don't give Grandpa a heart attack. Right. But uh, <laughs> right, so you take your aggression out on every other shopper in that in that shopping center, and that's where all the problems come from. My brother wants to be with my girlfriend, so I go out Black Friday shopping with her to be her pack mule, and <laughs> this guy looks at my girl wrong, and all of a sudden, before you know it, you looking at my girl? You looking at my girl? Right, just, just, it just not explodes worth it. way too quickly. And it's not even, I mean, yeah, no. It's not worth it. Not worth it. No, like it, like I said earlier in this, <laughs> there is nothing at any store or any sale that is worth getting injured over. No. Or potentially risking starting a fight just because you were looking past the girlfriend. And That's like... the worst part, yeah. Like, whether you want that item or not, if you glance at it at the wrong time and somebody sees it, like, oh, that's my last whatever it is. That's my last Hatchimal, but get it. And like, okay, bro, fine, take it. Yeah, though I won't admit. Right? I wanted a copy of a game, and the next thing you know, you're getting hit by this dude, and now you got to fight him back. Yeah, last year, Baby Alive was, like, the big thing. This yeah. year, we had plenty of Baby Alives, but, uh, <laughs> well... That was interesting. Yeah, um, nobody wanted a uh, certain type of them. Yeah. Of course. Why teach your kids diversity when you can buy them the same whitewashed apparition of who they are? Hey. Hey, we lucked out. Our daughter's going to get one, so. Well, yeah, because, again, whether our, whether we bought one that fit our it's daughter's a, hair and eye color or not, we still would have bought her one because one it's that, a baby. Well, <laughs> like, that's what she cares about. Yeah, and it's hard to find one that fits her anyways because she's blonde-haired, brown-eyed, yeah, like she's dark brown. she's a little brown. bit difficult to get that, but, again, I wouldn't even <laughs> mind if buying, like, again, when it comes to something like the Baby Alive dolls, I it's hate that when doll. people are like, well, I have a blonde-haired, blue-eyed daughter. I need to buy a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, baby alive doll. It's like, no, you could buy a, you know, black-skinned, dark-haired, cur or dark-eyed, curly-haired baby alive doll, and I guarantee your little blonde-haired, blue-eyed child is, is going to love that love baby doll <laughs> just as much as if it looked like her or not. It's a baby doll she gets to take care of. And that's what matters to the child. That's what our daughter likes. It doesn't matter what hair color or eye color dying. it is. She, she just wants to take care of babies. <laughs> she likes dinosaurs. That too, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I say she wants to take care of babies, no, but... She wants to take care of everything. So Animals. She cuddles with her dragon every night. She's got a unicorn. <laughs> she will not play with any other action figures unless they're dinosaurs or G.I. Joe's. We bought her Barbies. She hates Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> but she is the girliest girl I know. She will kick your ass in a tutu. Because <laughs> goddamn does she love her skirts. Right. You've got a cherry. That's okay. No, right. I know. I see it. Okay. 
but yeah, no. So, anyways, yeah, that that's that. That's our takeaway. Anyways, just keep an eye out. Be informed. Sometimes things are better after the holidays, and really. Mm. And then you can actually shop. I love it because then you can shop for the holidays next year and be stocked up. Yeah, I mean, yep. We have presents we bought last year that, that we, we are just about? giving this year. So, <laughs> because we bought them after Black Friday, after the holiday season. And we, we were on a far away. better discount than Black Friday deals. And yeah, we bought them a year in advance. And we scrolled them away so well that our kids couldn't even find them and we didn't even find them until... Oh, we completely forgot about half the toys we have. <laughs> half the presents that we got for them last year. Luckily, we went through our room and found them. Not that we get our kids a bunch of stuff. Just, like, usually it's three things, mm. four things. Something. However much we get them again. Yeah. We bought it ahead of time. We forgot it was there, and now we're ahead of the curve. I, I highly, presents. highly recommend buying stuff in the few months after yeah. Christmas, right after tax return time, because I mean, you can always squirrel it away for a year, yeah. and then you've got Christmas shopping done. A year in advance. Best way to buy bathing suits or summer clothes exactly. is after summer, and the best way to buy winter clothes for the following year is, is right after winter when yep. spring starts. Yep. It's the same thing with Christmas. Yep. So, okay. Anyways. Well, yep. thank you for your time. I appreciate you guys letting me have me. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Next episode, the fourth episode ever of Displaced Underdogs will be about family traditions. Oh, the Christmas cookie, how it crumbles. And how you can remake it into something better. I mean, come on. Crumbs are what we use to make cheesecake. Well, there's no reason why you can't look at a new twist on an old tradition. Yep. So if you guys have any traditions that you want to share, go ahead, call in, share them, shout them out. Don't forget to follow Displaced Underdogs anywhere that you can find your podcasts, whether it be Podbean, Podcasters, Stitcher, all of those. And yeah, don't forget to hit that clap button. Let us know. Let me know that you guys are doing good. And uh, yeah, I just started a Patreon too. Displaced underdogs, if you like what you hear but you don't like the quality, help out. Help a sister out. And there's two tiers that you guys can join, and there will be shout-outs and a possible, if goals are met, a possible interview with one of our lucky listeners. So, yeah, check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well and Facebook. All right, guys. You guys be safe out there, have fun, and enjoy this time with your family and friends. And don't go too crazy. <laughs> Bye. Happy holidays.